Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The following is a presentation of the College Athletes Network. Andy, is Drew like slightly salty right now? Do I smell yes. a little salty? Oh, I'm yeah, loving this. I'm salty. loving this. I'm loving this. I know Drew very well. Looks salty right now. What do they call that? Billboard material. Is that what yeah, they call no, no. it? I love it. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Gimme Timmy podcast. I'm Drew Timmy. And I'm Noah Bono here on iHeartRadio, College Athletes Network, episode 13 here, keeping the vibe going. First and foremost, we do appreciate everyone that continues to listen to us, man. I know that we can be clowns sometimes and we're crazy, but you guys are great and we appreciate the support. So I always want to start off just letting you guys know that. So Yeah, man. We really, really love the continued support, man. Y'all are fucking dope. We love y'all. And if you don't mind, remember to you know, write us, leave us a star on Apple Pods or Spotify, wherever you listen to a podcast, something. You just got to interact with it. And then also, if you want to see just some funny clips of us and kind of just our reactions to certain things people say, always make sure to check our social media at Gimme Timmy Pod for video highlights. And then just stay subscribed so you never miss an episode, man. We're always trying to pump out stuff that y'all like. So uh, thank you guys. Kind of a mouthful for you, man. Damn. <sighs> it's word vomit, man. You know, this <laughs> podcasting business hasn't built up my my uh, diction or not diction, but like my word count. You know, no, it's you're a getting lot. good. No, you're getting good. You're going to start having to add to that too, though. Next few weeks. Listen closely when I say this, anybody listening. We're going to start having some cool little fan giveaways here soon. Some Timmy merch. I don't know exactly what type of merch, but we got some merch coming and 
You're probably thinking, oh, was it like a t-shirt with his mustache on it? No. How about also like a pair of Beats headphones? You guys like those? You like some Beats? Drew's got this fancy little deal with Beats. We got our spicy little studios on right now. Rocking them, feeling good. So you might get a free pair of Beats. We don't know what it's going to be yet, but just keep an eye out. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Beats, man. Go ahead and get a good look at these, man. You know? You know how I like my comfy vibes and everything. Like, these just keep my ears comfy, just locked in, relaxed, and, you know, great for the road trip, pregame. Like, what aren't they good for? I don't know. Probably swimming, but that's probably it. <laughs> yeah, you don't <laughs> want to take these hoes underwater, but everything else, fantastic. I wouldn't wear another pair of headphones. Um, all right, now to the show. Not a lot to recap. You only had half a bye, or kind of had like a half a bye week, whatever. You didn't play Thursday, you yeah. played Saturday. Let's hit it real quick. Julian had a 40 ball. You smoked two free throws last week and didn't get your 40 ball. How salty are you? Not at all, man. Like I said last week, <laughs> what I say, I said, if I have to get 38 and we get the win, I'm totally fine with that. But I did tell Julian before, I think he, he went to the free throw. I was like, do not do, do not pull at me and miss these. You better make these. <laughs> and he, he cashed them. I bet that really, I mean, yeah, he cashed them. So I guess it didn't matter, but I'm sure that that wouldn't, that wouldn't help me if you said, hey, like, you better make these. I'd be thinking way more, you know. I'd just... I was like, bro, don't be like me. Like, <laughs> come on. Don't do not do what I do because what I do is not good. <laughs> yeah. We do. You guys you do have a tougher stretch of games coming up this week. You got Santa Clara again. First matchup against St. Mary's. Then you got San Fran. Then you got BYU. Uh, we're going to dive into all those games these next couple weeks. Not really much to hit on with them now. Um, more importantly, Drew, we, we just had Andrew Nemhard on. Um, and what a fantastic, fantastic, we're about to get to it. We're about to give you guys the interview. Wouldn't he, I don't even know how much of it was an interview. It was just like such a candid, good conversation. And like, to be honest, like I'll be quick, but like the, when, when he got on, like, I thought like, oh, this can be a short interview. Like he was pretty, he was kind of quiet. Like the first, like little bit, I thought like it was like a little low, low pitch. And I was like, all right, like it's fine. Like, and then bro, he just flipped a switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, Andy, when he he's a little wound up and quiet and reserved, but once you start getting him rolling and everything, and he he gets a little comfortable, man. He he lights up like a Christmas tree, and uh, it was great to hear about like his game winning shot against LeBron, his altercation with the Morant family, and everything, and just like <laughs> what do you like the Gonzaga and everything? <laughs> I mean, we covered a lot of stuff, and um, Tons I don't even know what we would call this. It didn't really feel like an interview; it was more like a dude. It was like a friend. It was like a friendly sit down because you guys like and I could tell just from observing, you know, while it was going on, like you guys had like a clearly a really tight, tight bond when you were at Gonzaga for those two years. Um, I don't know. It just was like easy to pick up on. You guys had like a real natural rhythm to just how you guys interacted, joked around. And I thought it just poured into the episode perfectly. So I think like I think it's going to be a great listen for people. That are tuning in. I'm excited. I'm going to have to second that motion. I uh, I agree. You don't agree with me often, so that's nice. That is true. <laughs> oh, me and Drew. <laughs> hey, I'll leave you guys, you listeners, with this before we, we get to, to Andrew Nemhard. Um, me and Drew, were, we were getting after it at the end of the episode about me saucing Drew in a one-on-one. Drew All was, three of us, actually. Yeah, Everyone Andrew was, was a part of it, is. but I, I asserted myself because as a competitive former Hooper, I, I don't give a fuck if they're in the NBA. I don't care. I wanted smoke, and Drew was not. <laughs> Drew was not having it, bro. Hey, we love we love smoke. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to get smoke? Like, I love it. 
Just no. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't care if you beat me seven nothing. All right, it's too much of a. That's not, not too much. We didn't give away too much, but yeah, there's so much and so much good stuff in here with Andrew. Like even dating back to his high school time playing with R.J. Barrett at Montverde Academy down in Florida. Like he just we hit on a little bit of everything. There's a lot of good laughs, a lot of good stuff in there. So um, great vibes. Great if vibes. You, if you want to, if you want to catch some good vibes, you know, chill out, bump this in your car, you know, you just chilling at home, bump this shit. You're gonna fuck with it. Yeah, so many good ways for you guys to enjoy it. We're gonna have some, some stuff out on socials too throughout the week um, of our time with Andy Nemhard. We're gonna talk all about him not liking that Andy name too. So, all right, <laughs> that's enough from from the big guy and myself. So. We're going to take a quick break here, and we're going to get in right right into our full interview with former Gonzaga Bulldog and Pacers rookie guard Andrew Nemhard coming up right after this break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. All right, let's welcome in Pacers rookie guard Andrew Nemhard. Andy, Andy, what up, bro? It's about time you stopped teasing me and Drew and you got on this damn podcast. Yeah, man. You know, it's been a long time coming. I'm happy to be here, though. Give me to me. Just let, <laughs> let's let the viewers know how many times you canceled on us, though. For yeah, real. It was a couple, bro. It was probably like two or three. I'm not going to It was lie. three, for sure. I didn't, Four times a charm, though. Uh, yeah, Four times a charm. charm. I didn't plan to do it. It was just stuff came up. Got sick, you know. 
The sickness is the fair excuse. I'll I'll give you that. But the other ones, it was just like, what the fuck is going on? How do we get this guy on? Like, you're right. You're right. Elusive. We're here though, baby. Let's address the Andy thing. I'm calling you Andy because I don't really know you, and I I've just heard Drew call you it. But there's some beef there. Like you're you don't like that name. I don't I don't love it. I'm not gonna lie. Nobody's called me Andy before until I got to Gonzaga, and these guys call me Andy. But I kind of get it because Drew got there first. Can't call two people Drew, you know. But Andy just just doesn't get me right, you know. You got a friend in me though, like you know, like. (laughs) You're Woody. I'm Buzz. That's the kind of duo we are. No. Or wait, aren't you Buzz? For the couple years. Aren't you Buzz? No, I don't know who I am, but I'm not Andy. You don't know about that uh, photo I'm referring to? <laughs> no, what you talking about? Oh, they're talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, preseason was not great. I had to see the with the Buzz on. It's all right. I'll call, I'll call you Andrew. Or I, I'll call you Drew now, I guess. Yeah, I'll, I'll try. Drew, Andrew. I don't. I think anybody else can call him. Like Drew shouldn't call Andrew Drew. I don't know. It's just like, what's it like? If you don't like Andy, that's fair. I guess you're not going to call him by his government, Andrew. Like I guess your mom only calls you Andrew. Probably. I don't know. Like was your natural nickname growing up, Drew? Yeah, Drew. 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 Andrew. He's, still, he's just not a Drew to me, and that's okay. But like, I don't know. He's not. I am. You know what I'm saying? You're not an Andy to me either. To be honest, like I don't like. The, like calling you Andy, it doesn't sound right either. Like when Drew was calling you that before we even got on the pod, I'm like, that sounds off for yeah, this guy. It feels off too. Man. <laughs> to hey, we're gonna agree to disagree, but I've been sitting on this because, man, we're gonna start a little backwards today, just because I was so excited to ask you about this. But you played the Grizzlies the other night, and yeah. what happened with Jaw and his dad? Man, I was I'm super excited to kind of know what happened because. Uh, Jaw after the game said, guys, we're talking early, told my pops to shut up. And then he said he yeah, checked his temperature yeah. and he didn't have a fever. So Check what happened there? He didn't get the fever. I don't know. I don't really know what that means for real, to be honest. Um, we, was just, we were just talking, you know, like regular guys talking shit in a hoops game, whatever, going back and forth. It gets a little competitive. I mean, his pops on the sideline a little bit loud and I, I'd probably like him to be. So I kind of told him to like. You know, shut up. And then we kind of got into a little bit. Jock came over. We talked a little bit. It wasn't nothing, you know. Regular hoops fighting. Nothing's really going to happen. Just a lot of talking. You, you think there's like a line crossing with telling his dad to shut up or it's fair game if he's sitting courtside? No, I think, I mean, he's a fan at the end of the day. He's, if he's talking that, that loud, trying to insert himself in the game, I can say whatever I want to him. What's he can you Can you give us a nugget? Like, what's he chirping about? Is he chirping at you, or is he just chirping at the game? Like, uh, I think he's he's chirping at the game, but it kind of felt like it was towards me a little bit. Just with how what he was saying, how he's saying stuff, and I don't even want to get too much into it. Honestly, you can you can let that. him talk on the sideline and do what he wants to do. I will say something about you though. You're quiet until you're not. I mean, I remember yeah, some dudes want to go under your ball screen or. You know, the game plan that lets you shoot, you hit the shot, you're looking, bro, dead in the eyes and being like, bleep, 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 motherfucker. Yeah. Like, Don't go under that I love it. Screen. I mean, <laughs> I like to talk shit. I'm not going to lie. You know, people, people know I talk about shit. 
Drew said you got a little demon in you that you're kind of nasty if people don't know about it. <laughs> uh, hey, we can call it a demon. We can call it whatever you want. I, <laughs> little shit. I like to go at I get competitive and I just, you know, I flip that switch sometimes. I feel like, like you kind of dealing with the whatever. You had a little beef with Ja, his dad, and like I think it was a little over a week ago, like Shannon Sharp had the beef with the Grizzlies as well. Like, there's something about their – and then, like, the Warriors have had beef. I don't know. There's something about their team. Like, it seems like they talk a lot, and so it makes, like, other team. I don't know who initiated it when you guys played them the other night, but, like, it just feels like it's a commonality with them around the for league. Sure. Like, people are beefing with them. I, I don't know if, for like, sure. they're looking for it. I don't know. What do you think? I think they got that, like – that, like – um whatever you want to call it, that that notion that they're like those competitive guys, like the talk shit. They like to kind of be that young group. And um, I mean, for us, we got a young group in Indy too. And I think we're super competitive. We're like, we're trying to go at people too. So I feel like it makes sense that we're talking shit and we're going at each other like that. But um, I mean, it is what it is. Everybody's just competitive. They react to whatever they react to in the games. I like it. It makes it fun. Like it's, it's fun for the spectators. It's probably fun when you're doing it. It's fun it too, when you're like, hooping it and, and it's fun for yeah. the spectators. You got to let some stuff go, man, especially if you're cooking, yeah. which you've been on a – you've been hooping, bro. You've been going crazy. Low key. I mean, can we talk about that that buzzer beater on LeBron freaking James, bro? Yeah, man. That shit was crazy. That, what was, was going crazy. through your mind, bro, right? Like LeBron's closing out on you for game. Like what, what are you thinking about? Honestly, bro. Honestly, like I like I was so locked to the game, I didn't even realize like it was a game when it until it was like, a good game when it like right when it happened. Honestly, like Ty was scrambling and it just came on to me last second, popped it and like it was just it was a quick moment, you know. It came so fast, but it was fun. It was a big it was a big shot for for us for the game. And it was on the road too. Like I was watching that game. I don't First know why, but tables too. It was tough. Yeah, yeah. Way to really hype up the moment. <laughs> that shit was fucking badass man yeah it was crazy bro i was sitting at uh, I, like i'm a bronze stand so i'm sitting there watching the game i might have had a small little wager on it too and i'm like fuck this pacers team like they were down what 18 at some point in the game i think like yeah, you were you guys were down close to the 20 fourth. i think it was in the fourth too we we're down 17 and came back my heart fell out of my chest when you hit that shot it was cool like you're a rookie it was a great moment for you but i'm like bro that didn't really just happen did it like what that, that shit was that shit was good i ain't gonna lie good moment for me good moment for me rookie season you know do you think that was a defining moment early in your career where you kind of felt like i really belong here and like you kind of got i feel like i kind of after that like you were you were heating up you were getting more and more minutes do you feel like that moment kind of just turned your confidence around and really just like you know really propelled you into how you're playing now which you've been playing fucking great as of late yeah i think definitely like that that road trip we had like a five or six game road trip on the west coast and um i just kind of felt like i was just coming to myself getting more confident with the ball in my hands i was getting more touches kind of at the one spot and you know i was playing a lot too this year so I was just getting comfortable that road trip, feeling better with myself. I had the Warriors game after that. I had like a couple games in between, which people didn't really talk about, but they were just like solid games for me to just kind of feel my way and get a little bit more touches and just, just you know, produce a little bit more, see what you guys are seeing. Um, Hold so on now. It was a good road trip for me. Well, let's not forget about that Warriors game. 
I was gonna bring it up. Thirty-one, thirteen, and eight. You just look like a you look like God a seven-year vet out there, Andy. <laughs> I was like, bro, yeah. like what? <laughs> I think guys were out or whatever. You you were able to yeah. have like a bigger role that day. I want I want to hear your perspective yeah. on it, but like getting the chance to do that, have like a longer leash, free range to just operate, kind of like you were at Gonzaga, like yeah. probably a good feeling to get you know to show like what you can do soon enough on a consistent basis. Yeah, no, definitely. I think what you're saying, like, um, like with my rule, it's kind of like some days you might be coming off the bench. You might have to just bring a spark plug, bring on defense, um, kind of just give energy to the team. And then that day I kind of got the ball more offensively, got to kind of just kind of be free, be super confident, like live and die by whatever shot I take. Um, so that was just like, I think, I think just the whole season has been a good learning experience. And I just like, um, the game is so different from college. You can just learn so much every game and just keep getting better. So I think the best thing for me this year has just been game experience. Like, it's just taking my game to the next level. For for reference, too, uh, Steph Curry after that game said, I don't know if you heard his, his quotes about you, but he was like, he played well, making shots, controlling their offense. He controlled the flow to the point where they got their bigs involved on rolls, a couple lobs, kicking the shooters, and corners made enough plays down the stretch. Like, I was listening to him say that, and I'm like, I mean, you had to be, you know, five years ago, you're sitting there watching the Warriors dynasty at home, like Steph Curry, and then you're playing against him, and he couldn't guard you. He couldn't hold you in that fourth <laughs> quarter. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, hey, I don't want to talk too crazy against Steph, you know, because Steph is yeah, different. Of course. Steph is different, for nah, sure. Nothing but, but respect like, to the GOAT, but still you know, crazy. Just, it was, it was for sure. It was a big moment for me. And I just, I felt like I just got to show my whole game and got to the rim, kind of scored all three levels, got guys involved. Just, just felt super comfortable out there, super confident, you know. Um, and that's something I want to build on and make more consistent in my game. And people see more, more of that in my games consistently. Yeah, kind of just building on like that idea of surprising people. Obviously, you were picked second round. What was it, 31st? Yeah. Is that right? I mean, what kind of what was your thoughts heading into draft day and then actually getting picked picked at that spot? Obviously, like you know how I feel like that mm-hmm. that's way too fucking high for you. I mean, I, you're sh- you're clearly showing it now, but just like what was your thoughts going into the draft process and then when it actually happened? Yeah, I think like going into the draft process. You know, I wasn't like super highly talented or nothing. Like people were, you get those like sheets you you send into the NBA and they send you back what you, they think your range is. And it was saying like second round to undrafted. So I thought like throughout the process, I got to prove myself. I got to go on these workouts, go at everybody, and just do well in the combine. See where it, see where it gets me. Uh, so I thought I did a great job of just doing that, being prepared, working really hard those couple months, and just put myself in the best position possible. Um, and I think, like, coming draft night, I was thinking, like, I have a chance. I really think I have a chance of getting, like, late first round, early second round. And um, there's a few teams in that in those ranges that I really thought I was going to really go to. Um, and Indiana was honestly, like, one of the later options. I really didn't think I was going to go there on draft night. Um, but at, in the end, like, in hindsight, now looking at it, I think it was the best, the best spot I could have landed just – in terms of fit and how how they've how they've just been towards me, super welcoming, great people in the organization, and just made my life my transition super comfortable. Yeah, you you mentioned that stuff about like just how much you've learned 
just in the 45 games you've played and like the difference with college, like how much of that has had to do with Rick Carlisle and just his experience? Like talk about just like your guys' relationship, how he's helped you, you know, during the first half of this season. Yeah, I think you said it. I think his experience shows um, shows clearly. Like he, you can tell he's been in the league for a long time, dealt with a lot of players, been through a lot of situations, understands kind of how it works and everything. And he's super, super smart on both sides of the floor. Has a great coaching staff on, on top of that um, to support him. And I think he just made it comfortable for me in terms of just slowly kind of working me in and slowly growing my role and, and allowing me to play off the ball alongside guys like Tyrese and, and playmaking beside him as well as playing on the ball with maybe a second unit and and just, just allowing me to grow and, and understand that it's going to be a process. It's not going to be just clean right off the beginning. I'm going to have to learn. I'm going to have to get better, go through the ups and downs. And um, he's been super supportive. And he's kind of like, he's kind of like few in the way. He just keeps it, he keeps it a buck. He's a, he's a straight shooter. And that's why I, I love, I love guys like that. I love that about him. Yeah. And then um, just speaking about learning, like how has it been learning to like really play off the ball? Cause I would assume your whole career, especially when you were with us was just, you were the primary, you were the ball handler. You did everything. You, handled the press, you ran the off, everything kind of ran through you in that sense. Like, do you like playing off the ball more? Do you like the balance? Like what's been the hardest part about playing without the ball in your hands like you're used to? Yeah, I think, um, I think like the way the NBA game is, it's so, it's so positionless. And so like, if you could pass dribble, shoot, you could really just fit in and guard multiple, like guard multiple positions. I think that's been the biggest thing for me to get on the court is I've been able to be versatile on that side of the floor. And I think, um, I've been learning to kind of learning how to kind of find my find my way off the ball. Um, and I think I've I've gotten opportunities in my past more than you think, probably just like playing with Jalen. He was a little point kind of a little bit sometimes mm-hmm. playing the two. And like even when I used to play at Montverde, like RJ would kind of bring it up sometimes. I'll play the two. So I've gotten I've gotten times where in the past where I've gotten to play the two and learned a little bit, but I think um it's been an adjustment period and I think I've been doing a solid job of just understanding where to take my like where to pick my spots. You you mentioned the thing about like it's gonna take time, it's not gonna happen overnight. Like what would you say obviously you don't have to get in depth on your conversations with, you know, Coach Carlisle, but just like things that they want out of you that maybe you're not fully doing yet, if there is any, just like what can you do better or more of that you need, you know, to do more of to kind of like solidify that role, be become like a first, second, third type yeah. of option behind Ty. I think for me personally, we haven't really talked about like what I need to take in terms of the next step. I think for me personally, I just want to be a shot maker like in this league. Um, I just want to be a guy that can hit shots and be super efficient alongside a guy like Tyrese. Um, And I think like efficiency is the name of the game in this league. If you can't be efficient, like there's another guy that can be. So um, I want to also be able to guard multiple positions, be versatile on that side of the floor, bring impact, um, bring energy. Um, not just rely on my offensive game every night. Um, so I want to be like a team guy, really a winner um, in that sense. Yeah, no, I definitely think you've proved that. I, I remember watching the summer league games and you were picking up almost full court. And I was I was impressed, man. I, I, I hadn't seen that from you before. So I was just pretty impressive. You were getting over ball screens hella easy and everything. I was like, this man's really locking in. Yeah, that's I've been, you know, working with Gentry, you know, getting through those ball screens. You know how that yeah. goes, man. One one side note I wanted to bring up, just a little off topic, because um, we were talking about the combine earlier. Uh, my team beat yours, so technically in a 
semi-unprofessional way, I am one and over. Shu, how does that make you feel? I, I'm just curious. <laughs> I, I never asked you. I thought this would be a great time to right. ask. <laughs> okay, so you, you got it. You got it. You know, like I didn't even count that as a scrimmage or my opinion. Hey, we were so. both cooking though, you know. Yeah, so like, it was low key a one on one battle. It was a good game for the Zags. Facts. That's, that was one of those ones where like I wanted you to do well. I wanted. To oh, I was you. so happy, bro. I was like, you were cooking. I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> I loved it. Something I I think is kind of interesting, and I, I briefly mentioned it but like you playing against lebron playing against curry like you're what 22 23 years old like and you're growing up watching these guys on tv and shit and obviously they're the best players in the world like what is it like like being as young as you are and then like every night pretty much whatever team you're playing has one of these like older vets on it whether you're going up against the warriors you're going up against the lakers and lebron like even like a jimmy butler in miami like there's just all these like older dudes that are so established and just like so accomplished. Obviously, like when you get on the court, hoop is hoop. It doesn't really matter who it is, mm-hmm. but like some sort of mental thing got to be going on. Cause like at one point you were fans of these people and now I'm assuming, and now you're out there like, well, I'm, you know, I'm trying to take people's heads. Like, no, definitely. I think like when people say like there's no night off in the league, like that's a true statement. Like every single night there's guys out there you gotta, you gotta get up for and like, um, I think like for me, I just like, I just try to, when I, whenever I get on the court, it's just hoops for me. Like, I don't really try to look at them as no big stars or nothing. I just try to go out and compete against them. Um, but you could tell like their experience shows in the games, like when it comes to like just drawing fouls or their poise or like how they play the game, it's just like, they're very comfortable. They've, they've, they've gotten a lot of reps at this point. So you just, you could see it clearly in those types of players. Um. But, yeah, there's no night off in the league, no matter who it is. Even if they got their yeah. top three guys out in the league, the, the, their, their backups are hungry and, and, and pretty pretty aggressive those nights. You know? Yeah, so kind of talking about those guys in the league, like now that you're actually in the league, like who are guys that you try to take stuff from that you play against, like you talk about? Like, I mean, obviously growing up, you probably are like a big Kyrie fan, for example, but like you don't play like Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like what's maybe some guys that like – you don't you wouldn't think you could really get a bunch of stuff from but in reality like it's so helpful to you especially being in that position right now yeah i think like two guys i like to watch right now is like drew holiday and um shay like shay is super super just poised understands where he wants to get to at all points like he's i think he leads the league in drives or like buckets in the paint like he just gets to his spots not not rush at any time and get shots off and I think um like he's a he's a big guy I like to watch and Drew just great using his body getting to his spots getting to the rim and then on defense he's he's elite guards one through one through four one through five maybe sometimes and just causes havoc on that side yeah yeah SGA is I mean, I don't even I like I don't even know how to put it what he's doing into words bro that's your boy right Thanks. yeah I know him from Kansas. Do you if you does he give you advice at all or not? Y'all don't know each other like that. We don't know each other like that. That, but I watch this game for sure. Um, Andrew, I'm a, I'm gonna just call you Andrew. I don't really know what to call you. Drew's made me uncomfortable not calling you Andy and then calling you. <laughs> Maybe I'll call you Drew. I don't I don't know. But just take us into the mind of of Andrew Nemhard. Like what what 
what's going on up there like you're very like laid back chill like just like how you go about your days like just get just give listeners a little like i said this to Corey kisper when he came on the show i was like yo tell us your insecurities like you know on the court off the court i'm not asking you that but like i said to him like you know you get a little vulnerable on the gimme timmy like you came on like well just take us into the mind of andrew nemhard like give listeners a feel man like, what, what do we got Man, I'm chill, man. I don't do too much. I don't do too much. You know, I don't play the game much. I love just spending time with, like, family, friends, chopping it up, you know, doing whatever kind of we're doing at the time, staying in the moment, you know. I don't I don't really do too much, though. I'm a nerd, though, with the basketball stuff. I love the film. I love watching, like, daily hoops, breaking down my film. Um, that's what I get into, man. Sports, a lot of basketball consumption, a lot of basketball consumption. I can attest to that, man. When um, we had COVID back in the day, this dude Andrew would come to my room at like 12 a.m. or 12 p.m., I guess, and wake me up to get started for the morning. We would just hang out and just watch like YouTube clips of like basketball games and, and just like random highlights from even college games. And it was it was just pretty fun, man. Like we just had COVID together and just he'd come wake me up, be like, all right, let's just kick it and just talk hoops and shit and like. That was that was a special time, and I think like that was super fun, and I think that just sums up who you are perfectly. Like, just wanted to kick it and vibe. How much how much hoops are you watching on a like day? Are you watching a lot of like live NBA games, college games? Or are you like doing a lot of like deep diving on film and like past games? I'm watching mostly NBA games now, honestly, just because the game is so different from college. Like, I've been on the NBA games, but um, I'm watching a lot of myself though. I'm watching. My games from the past, like opponents were about to play, what they kind of do on both sides of the floor, the guys I'm about to guard, what their tendencies are. Um, mm -hmm. That's what I've been watching lately. So but I try to kind of give myself a balance, you know, stay away from the film too much, you know, because there's a lot of hoops going on. I'm a basketball nerd too, and I don't even play anymore. But I love paying attention to that shit. I know Drew hates when I say that, but <laughs> um, I need one thing that isn't basketball. Like, are you, you know, you reading books, you playing board games, like what? You meditating? What? What man. do you, you know, twenty four hours in a day, man? You're something you ain't telling us. <laughs> man, um, give the I don't even really, give it to me or Drew. I, give it to the listeners. Yeah, no, People trying, like I'm you. They want to know what the hell's going on. I've been, I've been... <laughs> I've been hip on the music lately. You know, I've been on my Afro beats. Um, okay, man. that's fair. That's good. Heard you. I've been chill. I've been shopping a lot, honestly. I can tell on your Instagram post. You got a little money. Houses. You don't know how to act now. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm just you know enjoying it a little bit. What's, a, what's the most ex expensive thing you've bought? Most expensive thing I bought, man. It's probably like a. Like a, a car? Like a, oh, yeah, I guess a car. A car house. I wasn't really going to say that, but like a, how about like okay. a, like a ring? It was like 800 bucks. <laughs> what kind of ring you get? <laughs> Dior ring. Nothing, nothing okay. crazy, you know. That's slight. I, I that's slight going for crazy. you. I've been getting slight drip, you know. Trying to, trying to get piece. my Instagram popping a little bit. You know? I see it. I, I see the vision. Trying to stay away from the Drew Timmy type fits, you know. You don't bow. Let's not do this, bro. Pants, bro. It's like it was eight degrees this morning. Like, what do you want me to wear? Like a fucking like Gucci button down or some shit, bro. Like Ugg slides, Ugg pants, slides, and a jacket, Gucci. bro. 
That's all I need. Oversizing Gonzaga, Gonzaga gear. I can't be, I can't be comfortable and happy. Like I got to be comfortable and sad or something. (laughs) You can be happy all you want. (laughs) Stay away from Drew's Instagram too. In the middle of a slideshow, he's throwing up cod clips and in basketball picks. I I I wouldn't take a lot of it. Yeah, you didn't see. What about your FIFA FIFA game? What's that? Oh shit. My FIFA game's like that, bro. <laughs> you don't that remember you don't remember the last you, time you played me was in the bubble and after I beat you you tried to fight me and I put your little ass in a headlock. Remember that? <laughs> he charged you a little bit. That's a lot. That's a lot. It is? Was that? You said he charged you, char- you charged Drew a little bit? You, you came after him? Nah. <laughs> like, bro, I don't I don't even remember how that happened to be honest. I don't either. Ben and I were talking about it the other day, but yeah, let's, let's leave that off the pop. <laughs> <laughs> Good FIFA games though. All right, we got our last break coming up here. Don't go anywhere though. We're gonna get into Andrew's time with Gonzaga, some memories between him and Drew, some competitive one on one talk, and so much more coming up right after this break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. And we're back on the Gimme Timmy podcast, episode 13. Drew Timmy, Noah Bono. We got Andrew Nemhard in the house. All right, let's let's hit some Gonzaga things, and then we'll wrap up. What What's, like, something that you think of? When you think of Gonzaga, you think of playing with Drew, like, all the memories you guys clearly have, like, good times. Like, best best and worst thing about playing with him? Best thing? Best thing about playing with Drew is like he's the ultimate bailout. Like whenever maybe possessions going wrong or something like that, you haven't scored in a couple possessions. Like you just throw it to him one on one in the post. It's automatic bucket. So <laughs> that's the best thing of playing with Drew. 
easy to play with, you know, um, get pass the ball to a little bit more than people think, honestly. Um, worst thing about playing with Drew is, you know, he's just lazy, you know, sometimes. Damn. Mess up a defensive coverage. Hey, asshole. <laughs> just, you know, look at him like, damn. You're talking about on, like, some Way pick not rolls? throw any – Hold any yeah, punches back. Help side, man. No, I gotta, I gotta go at you. Hey, that's the old drill. I'll be, I'll be playing no, defense. I, I've stepped up my defensive yeah, no. game. I know you don't watch, but yeah. no, I heard, I heard you, I heard you stepping up this year. I ain't gonna lie. No, no zag games for you this year. No, I'm definitely watching. I'm watching like, I watched like three, four. I ain't gonna lie. Not a big alumni supporter over here, huh? <laughs> no, I do what I can. <laughs> <laughs> What's the what's the on court like best moment like singular moment with Drew? Man, there's so many. I feel like <laughs> like just Drew hanging out with Drew on a daily basis is an event, you know. Take us through it. Let's be careful of, of what we pick. Yeah, I I don't know to say, bro. But you find something man. something mild, man. I don't know. Just, just the, just the pregame speeches. I think from from Drew are top, top one. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I can say too much no, about them, but they get, they get a little, they get a little nasty, and yeah, they get us fired up for the game. Though that's for sure. I love that the guy's got a, immaculate. He's got a slick mouth for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you my favorite. I'm gonna give you my favorite moment with you on the court, man. We're playing the Dons at home. And uh, I don't remember if this was during COVID or the year before, but yeah, you know, it was during COVID. yeah, you know, it's, uh, it was during COVID, during COVID and uh, San Fran loved to go under Andrew's ball screens and, and like Andy, bro, like you could just tell he was locked the fuck in. Like, you know, sometimes he'll like smile a little bit, like a little, little goofy, like a little, little half smile. But like, I mean, he was straight face. I squinted like he was locked in. First ball screen, the dude goes under. I mean, he catches that bitch right in front of the coach. And he licks it, bro. And he goes, step the fuck up. And it's COVID. It is dead silent in there. And, like, yeah, <laughs> everyone heard that shit. I'm like, oh, yeah. We're locked in Wait now. Time. And that mm. that was my favorite moment with playing with you. Even though we've, we've had a lot. Can't say all of them. But that one was probably my favorite one. For sure. Yeah, I remember that. I ain't gonna lie, I like that moment too. <laughs> that like, shit was so funny, bro. <laughs> My dumbass is like running down the court, just laughing, bro. I couldn't even, I couldn't even help it. <laughs> did Did he say anything back to you when you said that to him, the coach? I don't even know if he said nothing bad. You know, when you're in the moment, you just like saying something quick to the bench, like you kind of just black, bro. I mean, he could, coaches couldn't have felt good. About, like I know, when, like, <laughs> I don't think he said much. I said something to like one of the players in the back, and then I told the coach, like that's a weak ass coverage or something like that. <laughs> They're guarding with a four man. Like <laughs> I, I was, I felt disrespectful. It was disrespectful as fuck. It was. Yeah, what I mean, what that's not even a good you know, strategy. What's the strategy behind it? <laughs> I, I didn't get it at the, at the time. That's how you stick it to the man. Me. I won't name the coach. I know what coach you're talking about. We won't name. We won't like name the coach. Him. All respect to that coach. Though. I do like that coach. I do too. No, he he's a great. He's young too. He's a great coach. But I mean, he probably had his reasoning for it. But um, <laughs> so he's actually whatever. You you went to the school that that coach actually ironically coaches at now before. Right. Okay. Um, you leave Florida and you were gonna 
you were going to go to the draft, or I think you put your name in the draft in 2019, and you ended up transferring, coming back, transferring to Gonzaga. You were granted clearance to be able to play right away. Like, and you, you came back and transferred to Gonzaga pretty late, like in May. Like, what, what was that whole thing? Like, not staying in the draft. Like, take us through a little bit of that. Yeah, like after my second year, I wanted to just kind of see where I was at, test the waters, get the feedback. Um, and the feedback was good. And I think um, I understand kind of what I want to do and, and go back to school to get better at. And um, I felt like I just needed to change the scenery. Like, I think the playing style Gonzaga really fitted me um, and like the culture they got going there. And I think that's just where I wanted to move and kind of take 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 my game and just and see – and like just take my game to the next level there, honestly. Um so I made that decision, did that. Um and then yeah, initially I thought I was gonna sit out that year. And so I was just kind of trying to put my head down, just work and get better. Tommy Tommy was with us before, you know, he's a really good player developer and just just kinda understands how to take guys' games to the next level. And I just really wanted to work with him that year and I was just locked in on that. Um but then like Close to the season, Coach View and Tommy were talking, and they said I have a chance to play. And and sitting out the whole year, I feel like that would be a that would be a tougher thing than I I probably realized like going into it. So I was super happy I got that that waiver. And as you know, with that team, it was a seamless transition. Like we had a bunch of hoopers. The way we played on offense was like really good for everybody touching the ball and just like the ball was popping. So I felt comfortable kind of kind of playing that year and playing with those guys. Yeah, that was the most fun team I think I've ever played on still. I mean, that shit was crazy just how we flowed and, like, it's even hard to describe just how, like, connected we were and everything. Like, I don't don't think I'll ever play on a team like that ever again. Yeah, facts. I agree. Like, that that team, like, the way we had it, we had a bunch – like, we had five guys in the court starting the game that could pass the ball, shoot, dribble. Like, it was, like, positionless in a sense. Like, it was – it was it was fun hoops to play for sure. I got a little bit of a, a fun question for you. Uh, did you ever consider using your fifth year? I did not. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I did not. I didn't want to do it. Um, I think Fuey knew that at that point. Like I didn't really want to play off fifth year, but I feel like I did my time. You know, you know, you know what I'm talking about, Drew. No, I already know. This <laughs> is. It's just, it's just, I, I, once you play college a few years, you just everybody's trying to get out. Everybody wants to go on to something different. And, um, but I cherish those couple of years I had against Gonzaga, like that team environment, that that connectedness, that like going towards the championship, that winning atmosphere. Like I took it for granted maybe a little bit, but like, like you don't know if you're ever going to get that again. So that shit was a lot of fun. No, it's facts. And, uh, what would you say was just your career defining or best moment in, of your college basketball career? Could be at GU, could be at Florida. Like, what was it for you that was just like the icing on the cake? Yeah, career defining moment in college. I think it was, I think it was like the year that we had when we went to the championship game. Like, I think that was like for all of us, just like a, career to find a moment playing that championship game, like understanding how hard it is to get to like win games, win five games in a row just to get mm-hmm. to that game. Like the the tournament is unforgiving and like it's it's a tough 
Like, you know, no matter how good of a team you are, like winning six straight is tough at that time of the season. Like, it, I don't, I don't want to say it doesn't show who the best team is for real, but it's like the best team can get knocked off um, in that tournament. So, I think that was a big moment for me, and like just an exciting moment for myself. Yeah, no that <laughs> that ride was crazy. <laughs> I wish we could do it again. It was just so much fun. Thirty one oh. 31-1. That's a tough, I mean, tough way to go out, but that's yeah. a, that's a that's a tough season to match for sure. I think it's yeah. funny because like I've I made Corey not made, but I asked Corey and I asked Jalen about the national championship game. Um somebody was actually just tweeting at me the other day about like getting to hear Drew talk about it. Uh, <laughs> and I know he never will and I don't blame him, but like <laughs> Like I wasn't even gonna. It wasn't even part of the show today. Like to ask you about the game, just because I feel like, I don't know, we've just like hit on it so much. And I, why make you relive it too? Like you guys all talk about how great the year was, and then like it didn't end the way you wanted it to. And this podcast has been going great. We don't need to go down the rabbit hole, man. Like <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. Like I've been on this shit for what, like 13 weeks now, and it's been brought up at least 12. No, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I'll say this. Would I do it all over again and not change a damn thing? No question. Let's run that championship back. Let's run that championship back. Oh, that would be fun. But, like, the road, the journey, like, everything that happened, like, I wouldn't change that shit. That shit was so much fun. And, like, just obviously, like, we would love to play again, but, like, you can't. Like, that ride was fun. Like, everything was fun about it. Like, just going through that moment with that team, those guys, especially with all we went through, like, couldn't have asked for a better year obviously besides the ending but it was great and i want to change that that's facts not a lot of people get to experience that that type of winning honestly like that was a different type of year different type of feel we weren't just winning we were like 20 dudes consistently (laughs) we were we were probably better's favorite team that year i mean we were we were hammering the spread (laughs) we were whatever the spread was we were probably hammering that yeah bet on us that year for sure (laughs) All right, last couple, and we're going to wrap it up. You, you, you did do your last two years of high school at Montverde, um, and I think it was your senior year. You were with R.J. Barrett, not your junior year. You guys were both in the same. You guys were seniors junior together. Senior. It was junior no, and senior. We were junior, yeah, junior. And senior. Okay, he was there sophomore year though too. Um, yeah. So just like, how was it playing with him? Like, you know, playing alongside one another. Like what you guys were able to do there, and like just your your friendship with him, like and seeing what he's doing out in New York. Being in the Eastern Conference too, so you guys get to probably play each other. I think you know two, three times. Yeah, no, that was um, me and RJ have been playing together since we we're like seventh, eighth grade, like on the circuit. Um, we would play like local, like with the national team, and like we would just always be playing against each other. So we got real close over those years. Got to play with each other, live with each other in, in high school, and that relationship just grew towards the league and it's just like we were talking about it when we, we see each other like most recently like just how crazy it is to kind of look at it like where we are now and like just just how much how much time we were together and put in the work and, and always thought we were going to get there but it was just like it's just so real to be on that court and like we did like a jersey swap and everything but yeah no nah, we're still cool trying to get better trying to work our way up in the league you know but we're just having fun with it 100k on the table who's winning in a one-on-one you or him me <laughs> what type of question <laughs> i don't know i mean i'm not i'm not about to say him on this podcast that's all right sure. what's the score how about that what's the score of a score one-on-one seven yeah no it's a 
All right, yeah, to seven. I'll to just seven. say two eleven. Fine, seven. to seven. That's fine. Seven ones and twos. Yeah. Threes. However you play ones your ones, it's fine. All right, let's go seven five. You know, respectable score. Seven five. I'll yeah. give him. Yeah. You know. Okay. Seven. Yeah, seven five. I don't need to put too much explanation on that. You know. <laughs> you don't be playing defense like that either. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some back this, to you. Bro. Watch my bad, watch bro. my defense eclipse, bro. Those are from, from GU. Sure, I'd from love to. GU. And and the league. No, no, no. You play defense now. I gave you your credit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. Those college clips are like that. No lit. What if I put together like a compilation of all of your defensive clips and we ha- we have our guy posted on the social media page? Please, please do that. You want you want like some 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 cred that yes. you can get to Stop this, bro. <laughs> as long as my, mine my aren't on there, I'm like cool. That. Uh, Drew, I'm telling you, bro, the way you've been sliding on on guards that you're switching on to, it's been it's been way better. Like I'm not being honest, bro. Out, so I don't even little boy. Me or Andy. I'm not talking, talking to you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm blowing by you too. Like I you know. That's cap. Come on. <laughs> honestly, bro, Drew Drew's defense is better than people think. Honestly. It's, it, I give I give him credit. He can, Thanks, he can slide better than people think. I agree. He does, like, his little crappy stuff that, like, you know. He can't guard me, but. Okay, he, real question he, then. We play what we play. We play to seven. What's the score? Seven, seven two, probably. Wow. The disrespect. Wow. Yeah, I'm sitting on that hook shot. Crazy. I'm wow. sitting on that post game, like, in general. Wow. Sitting on it. You're that kind. I mean, I like the kind. Seven, 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 two, three. Yeah, seven, two, three. That's crazy. I ain't going to oh, lie. He's like, he's like, maybe, it, he's like, maybe giving you a third point. He's like, ah, you might be good enough to get like a third basket on yeah, me. Thanks. Yikes. I love you. Like, I love five, you. Five on like on a great day. Like, ah, you're feeling good. Like, ah, you know, seven. I, I, I think nobody asked, but I think Andrew beats me seven to one. And I think Drew beats me seven to six. I think I'd compete against Drew just because I would <laughs> blow by his ass. I would have blow by you, Drew. <laughs> I would be Yo. over. I would be to the cup. Oh my god! I'm gonna let you fuckers Dude, wait for me to get into combine mode crazy. when I start actually like taking shots and everything, get my shit right, and then we are gonna see what happens. Because I think against you, I went like three for four from the three point line. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm gonna get my yeah. shot right and shit, and then I'm, I'm, it's really gonna be over. Nah, Drew can yeah. shoot that. Drew can shoot that thing. I'm, I'm not. And even your little, your little weak, like in between the legs, shit. little step, sidestep, like <laughs> you ain't making seven of them bitches. So you know, I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> Wait, who's between the legs, step back? His or mine? You. Yours, you, not mine. That's that's your. You don't even act like that's not your move every time. Little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the disrespect trying, is crazy. I'm trying though. random stuff on you. It probably would just work. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie. I love the hate on my own podcast. I love it. I love it. just <laughs> y'all hating. I think on the me. six great. points for me against you is too high. Maybe like seven to four. I respect you more than that. I'm sorry. That's still so disrespectful. Four bro. point. Like, Why can't I score four points? I can shoot the ball. You don't think I can score four fucking points, bro? You can't dribble for shit. I can dribble. I can. Man. I dribble against you. That's for damn sure. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? My yeah, mom said you can't argue yeah, with this. ignorance. Ignorant people. Both of y'all seem to be ignorant to me. So I'm just gonna let y'all talk, and I'm just gonna sit here and just smile. No. Because y'all be making that. me smile, bro. Do I love I'm, I'm one of your biggest supporters. Y'all make me happy, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying y'all to just make me laugh, bro. Because I'm really chefing both of y'all, little boys. You said it's what? Cool. You said what, Andy? 
No, I just wanted to like you know, just just boost them up, get them get them to play. I love hard, it. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Nah, you'll beat me one. You'll beat me seven zero. I love it. Oh my god! Yeah. Look at him! Look at him getting all defensive. It, I love it. <laughs> look at him get defensive with a big smile on his face. I see. I see y'all both this summer. Yeah, I'm gonna see you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be like three weeks out of my hernia surgery, a year and a half retired. I'm gonna really enjoy playing you. Like, catch me at my peak. Yeah, my peak. Duck and smoke, bro. I'm not ducking smoke. I'll pull up. I don't care. I, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, Drew's ducking smoke? Yeah. But, hey, you might be ducking smoke, too. Bro. I'm sorry. I might duck smoke from you. I don't want to. I hate getting, like, like I'll let Drew back me down in the post and be completely fine with it. Like, whatever. Score on me bigger and fucking 80 pounds heavier than me. I don't want to guard you because I hate getting blown by, bro. It's so embarrassing when, like, you're trying to slide and you're trying not to fall on your ass and get crossed and you know yeah. you can't. Hey, I'm a point him. guard too. Check my high school highlights. I know you've seen them, Andy. You you got a first taste of them in practice, though. A little double jab action on the wing catch. Yo, come on. No way you just come on. Work hard, yo. It, it's, Andy, is Drew like slightly salty right now? Do I smell yes. a little salty? Oh, I'm loving it. Yo, I'm loving salty. this. I'm loving it's this. Very salty. I know Drew very well. Looks what do they call right that? Now. Billboard material. Is that what they call it? Yeah, no, no. I'll love it. Called. We'll run a little King of the Hill. You always need like one shittier player when you when you play King of the Hill. Well, Just so you guys can get you for show. That'd be me. But that way you guys can get your breathers. I got no problem admitting that. I, I no. Nah, you can be the ref. I don't. Nah, fuck you. You can be the ref. I'm over you here supporting. I'm, I'm over here supporting you. <laughs> I can't even buy a ticket on the on the on the King of the Court uh, yeah. for a breather. Give you guys a breather. Fuck you, man. Loser, hey, how about this? Loser can be called Andy <laughs> since you don't like that name. <laughs> we could do that. I'm running down with it. All right, we went six minutes over time just because we were talking about fake one on one games that are probably never going to get played, but they're great to talk about. Andy Nemhard, man, fucking finally got you on the podcast, bro. And yeah, I signed off the show calling you Andy. I, I appreciate you coming crazy. on, bro. This That's was crazy work right this there, was bro. this was good good <laughs> stuff. Long overdue. Um yeah, so thanks, thanks, man. Yeah, Andy, appreciate you, man. Thanks so much for hopping on and uh hopefully I'll see you soon, man. It's been a minute. I'll miss you. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys for having me, man. You know, gotta give up and give me to me. It's all love around. You don't here, miss baby. me? I said I miss you. You don't miss me too? No, I miss you a little bit. A little all bit. Right, I appreciate <laughs> you. Man. I can't do too much on the pod, you know what I'm saying? Heard you, I'm heard you. Now, this is a heard vulnerable you. podcast. We open up. You, you, you can <laughs> tell me you love them too. Go ahead. Yeah, I love you, bro. I love you too, Andy. <laughs>24 month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right rug flooring. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.